Let's have a look today at some more business expressions. Now, one of my students said to me the other day, Anna, you've got so many business expressions with the word ball. And I thought, yes, you're right. So I thought the only good thing to do is dedicate an entire episode to business expressions with ball. So that's what we're going to do today. (laughs) But before we go anywhere, some nice samba music, please. Hello and welcome to Anna Wichuen's English podcast where I bring you business English every Wednesday. Now before we get started I just wanted to give a little shout out and today I'm going to give a shout out to somebody who sent me a message on Instagram but somebody who is not Spanish and I thought that was interesting. Um, So at Zuku I think you are you live in Tokyo. And you were talking about my episode to do with the second conditional. And you said, Anna, I found this episode super useful and it is an eye opener for me. I'll make my own sentences as simple as possible. Thank you, Anna. Well, you are very welcome. And you can check out that episode. It's a few episodes back. Second conditional, hypothetical problem solving when we're at work might be useful. So thank you very much for your comment. That is so nice. And it's nice to speak to people from different sides of the world, not only Spanish people. I teach Spanish people, but I know I have other people around the world. So that was my little comment or shout out today. If you want to come and find me on Instagram, you can find me at Anna Tuens English. I post even more business English content and the best part is it's completely free you don't need to pay for my content you can consume it for free which is great get little tips pieces of vocab I try and share some of my expertise with you I think you will like it anyway back to the topic in question as I said one of my students says Anna you always say balls (laughs) in business English Of course, let's be serious. Um, And it's actually true. We have a lot of expressions with the word ball. So I'm going to go through a couple of these ones. And remember, we're focusing on business English here. And in business English, even though it is English, there are some phrases and expressions that we use quite a lot. Some people use them more than others. But these are pretty common in our work landscape. So let's... Let's get the ball rolling. Ooh, what a smooth transition. (laughs) Let's get the ball rolling. If you haven't noticed, that was my first expression, which is poner manos a la obra. To get the ball rolling means to start something, like a project, for example, or any task. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's start. Let's begin. Let's get things moving would be another option. We need to get the ball rolling on this project. The deadline is in July and we're not even halfway through. Bad times. We need to get the ball rolling. Let's 
get the ball rolling. Remember, let's is a nice way to make a suggestion. Let's do something. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's meet the deadline. Let's have a meeting. I quite like this one because it's kind of like, you know, you can see the ball rolling. You're like, it's like movement. Okay, like let's move things forward. Number two. The ball is in your court. This is a nice little tennis one, which is very topical right now because there's uh, Wimbledon, which has just started. I've seen Uh, Wimbledon is definitely something that reminds me of being British and watching TV in the summer and watching Wimbledon. But the ball is in your court means it's up to you. You decide. It's up to you to make the next move. I have to say that maybe this would be a little bit more common in a personal context. Although let's imagine you were in a negotiation with your boss, for example. Your boss might say to you, look, the ball's in your court. You decide. Do you want the new position or not? The ball's in your court. It's up to you. The next move is yours. And we could use that again in a personal context as well. Very, um, very common to find that in a personal context. But see, look, I mean, already we've got lots of balls. (laughs) I, that should be into a meme. Anyway, next one. This is about being competitive, okay, or being merciless or cruel. And this is an expression we say to play hardball. To play hardball. Now, this is often a expression that you might hear when you're describing the actions or attitudes of other people in the, in a negotiation. So maybe you might say, oof, they're playing hardball, meaning they're being very hard, literally. Hard is like a synonym for tough in that respect. They're being really tough, Um you know, they're not being very lenient, they're not being very flexible, they're playing hardball. And it's also got that element of like competition. Um, Ser despiadado could be a translation for that one. But that could, that also means being ruthless, which is like, wow, to be ruthless means you don't care about anybody. Despiadado, you don't care about anybody, you will do whatever you need to do to meet your objective. You don't care who you step on. You don't care. And I mean, step on in a figurative sense. I've talked about that in one of my podcasts. You don't care who you step on. You don't care who it affects. You are going to go for your objective 100%. And I guess there's pros and cons to that, right? I mean, you need to be focused on you and not get too distracted. But also at the same time, I think mm, you have kind of got to have a little empathy for other people. That's me anyway. I don't think I could be somebody who just blindly goes towards my objectives not having or not having a single thought about the impact that might have on somebody else but everybody's different everybody is different I guess there's no other way to say it some people are very ambitious and ambition ambitious has that like double-sided meaning right you can be really ambitious and it's a great thing or it can mean you know ambitious but you know ruthless you will do whatever it takes Anyway, back to balls. The next one, which I really love because a lot of people don't, students don't know this one, is a ballpark figure or number. Ballpark figure. A ballpark, and that's all one word together, like parque y pelota. (laughs) Pelota, parque. (laughs) 
Yeah, that sounds interesting. A ballpark number is a very inexact estimate. So it's an estimation. Let me give you an example. Somebody might say, Anna, how much do you think the new project is going to cost? And I might say, mm, ballpark, two million. So it's a very inaccurate estimate. I'm not talking about something that I've gone away and calculated and really thought about. No, no, no. This is a really rough estimate. Rough is another adjective we use to talk about an estimate, which is um, very early. You know, it's not very accurate. It's kind of like, you know, you plucked it out of thin air based on your experience. So ballpark ballpark how much do you think it's going to cost I'm saying give me your best estimate right now even though I know you haven't looked at all the figures for example ballpark Um, and apparently that phrase because I was like I need to know where this phrase came from apparently that phrase came from American baseball I think and they would look around to see how many people were in the stands And it came from there. It was something that came from that sport, which I guess kind of completely makes sense. Next one, this is about staying alert and having full attention and not to lose focus. Mantenerse alerta. And in English, we would say to keep your eye on the ball. Perhaps your manager is talking to you about a project, things are getting difficult, people are getting a little bit distracted, maybe it's the middle phase of a project and you know people start to lose focus, they start to get disinterested but it's really important that you keep your eye on the ball because you don't know what's going to happen. We also use it when we talk about you know competitors, you know we need to keep your eye on the ball because you don't know what your competitors are going to do. And you want to make sure that you keep up with your competitors. The opposite of keeping your eye on the ball is take your eyes off the ball. So equally, someone could say to you, Anna, make sure you keep your eye on the ball. Or they could also say to you, Anna, don't take your eye off the ball. Same meaning, just a different way of saying it. Finally, another one which kind of means alerta, presto, to be on the ball, now here we're not keeping the ball, we are literally on the ball, well not literally, it means to be alert and aware of things that are going on. So it's about alertness, being aware. And this is actually something which is really commonly said as like a compliment to another colleague or about somebody else. So let's say you're describing somebody and you're saying, wow, he's really on the ball, she's really on the ball, they're really on the ball. It's like They know what they're doing, they're alert, they know what's going on around them, they're very sharp. They use that adjective sharp sometimes to describe people professionally. Because there's different ways that we describe people when we're at work, right? We're not like, oh, they're lovely, they're so sweet, blah, blah, blah. No, we're like, they're on the ball, they're very switched on. Ooh, that's a nice one as well. To be switched on is just like, you're 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 alert you're on the ball you know what's going on in your industry you stay up to date like you're just switched on like a light bulb bing so to be on the ball let's do a quick review of that one to be on the ball to keep your eye on the ball a ballpark figure or a number is a rough estimate to play hardball being ruthless especially when you're describing negotiations to get the ball rolling, to get things 
started. See, I wasn't just making up. There are a lot of balls in business idioms and expressions. I hope you enjoyed that one today and that will help you understand, for example, the next time you're in a meeting and somebody says to you something like, let's get the ball rolling or they're playing hardball and you're like, ah, I know what that means. I learned that with Anna. If you like the podcast, make sure that you subscribe. You can subscribe on any of your favorite platforms and I would love you to recommend or suggest the podcast to a friend or colleague who you think would like it too. Don't forget that you can find me on Instagram at Anna2EndsEnglish and I will see you very, very soon for another episode. Bye-bye.